I'm speaking now with Taylor Wolf, Nevada County's Public Information Officer. Hi, Taylor. Thanks for talking with us. Thanks so much for having me on, Claudio. Uh, hope everyone's hanging in there, and we're so grateful for KVMR and all our community partners to help keep our community informed. Boy, it's been quite a day. I know that uh, Nevada County has been hit pretty hard. Do you happen to know what roads are officially closed in our county? Yeah, you know, with with how hard our community has been hit, um, it's been really hard for for roads to keep on top of everything as the storm evolves, keep roads clear. Um, you know, over the evening, our roads crews do operate 24-7 in 12 to 14-hour shifts, so a day shift and a night shift. But over the evening, um, they made some really good progress uh, opening up Ubet Road, um, but they ran into multiple new downed trees at the lower end as they were working through that. So a lot of the work that we're still doing, um, we're opening up portions of roads, but we're still finding those down trees and also working on some of that plowing and clearing as we have, um, you know, different breaks in the snow and catching up on that as well. Um, so still, you know, we're really cautioning people. The roads are still very icy and treacherous. Um, again, our crews specifically for the county focus on unincorporated county roads. As a reminder to folks, um, you know, the cities are in charge of the roadways within their own jurisdictions, within city or town limits. Um, and then, of course, we have miles and miles of uh, private roads as well, uh, which are the responsibility of private residents. Um, so there's a lot of work to be done. Our crews are working super hard to get it done. Um, and they they focused a lot over the evening on clearing up areas of Banner Mountain, Red Dog Road area, Cascade Shores, No Bloomfield and Ridge Road. Um, and they're also trying to tackle the heavy snow on Donner Summit as well. So we really thank everyone for their patience as we work through this. Uh, during the day today, we actually got assistance from CAL FIRE and other fire agencies to um, help in the areas of Alta Sierra, Cascade Shores, and Greenhorn Road um, to really open up those areas as well and get some of those trees out of the way. The other issue that we're running into on roadways as well is a lot of these downed trees, and we're talking hundreds of downed trees in county roadways alone, um, have fallen into PG&E power lines. And so that requires, requires us to coordinate closely with PG&E and have their crews come in first to get those uh, power lines safely removed before we can help get those trees out of the way. So that is the current status on roads. And again, we're just thanking everyone for their patience. Um, you know, we know people have been out of power, most folks, for over 24 hours now, um, and the roads remain pretty dangerous. So we encourage people to uh, stay off of them if possible. Right. Taylor, you mentioned, you know, down trees. My understanding is that a big problem with PG&E or one of the reasons that PG&E is having such trouble is, you know, accessibility, getting to these places where the lines are down. So, you know, that makes me think about all of these people in our county running generators. Uh, do you have any tips? Perhaps, you know, we could talk about generator safety. Yeah, absolutely. This is super important right now. So thank you for the opportunity to, to talk a little bit about this. Um, yeah, generators are, are definitely running right now. Um, a lot of people are hooking up portable generators to, you know, keep their food cool or maybe even help warm up their homes. Um, but super important that generators um, are used in well-ventilated areas away from all doors, windows, and vents. 
and are outside. So um, carbon monoxide poisoning can occur if the ventilation isn't happening properly. So we really want to encourage people to use their generator safely. Um, hopefully you have a carbon monoxide alarm in your home. Um, but with, you know, using a generator in a well-vented area and maybe outside, you also don't want to use a generator in a wet area because it could cause soccer electrocution. So it's really finding that sweet spot um, of where the safest place is to use your generator. And with all of this, you know, we want to continue to ask people and encourage people um, just to be kind. If you have the ability, please do check in on your neighbors, family, and friends. Um, you know, if you can offer to help them, if maybe you uh, know a little bit more about generators and hooking them up, um, it's a great opportunity to reach out and provide some assistance. That's great advice. Now, there is a storm warning. People are advised to stay off the roads, but some of us need certain things, you know? I mean, I know that a lot of people have been lining up at gas stations. There are a couple of of grocery stores that are open. Do you happen to have a list of what's open in our area? Yeah, we're we're really excited to have just partnered with 211 Connecting Point. They have been our partner throughout this event um, to provide information to the public. Um, but we just launched a form on their website and we're putting information out now where business owners or managers can input um, if their local business is open and um, what services they're providing. Um, we, our EOC, Emergency Operations Center team, did do some prior research today, and we do have a list of different grocery stores and gas stations that are open currently. Um, we are leaving this information with our call center agents as it's ever-changing during this storm. Um, so people can access this information by dialing 1-833-DIAL-211, and they'll also be able to find this form on our website or on our social media channels. Um, or they can just call 211 at 1-833-DIAL-211, and 211 call center agents can help business owners or managers fill out the form from the, their phone. And the reason why we really want to route this through 211 in the call center is not only because the, this information is ever changing, um, but 211 is a wealth of resources. They're also helping us triage unmet needs. So, um, you know, maybe someone um, is stuck at home for a long time and they're elderly. Maybe they need a welfare check or have another need. And um, that's a perfect non-emergency unmet need that 211 is helping us. Um, connect those services within our community to, um, as well as a lot of other information. So they can also at that time uh, give you a little bit more information on what roadways are looking like and also, you know, just how dangerous they might be or those those safety tips right now as we're going through this storm event. Got it. Okay. So 211 is a good resource for open businesses and it sounds like even certain road closures. Maybe we could talk now about, you know, when to call 911. I know that PG&E has been encouraging people to stay away from any lines across the road and to call 911. 911 for emergencies, 211 for everything else. Does that sound about right? Yeah, that that's a great way to put it. Um, you know, 911, our local dispatch center through our sheriff's office has received 
two to three times the amount of calls compared to a similar time period last week. So um, they they are staying really busy. We'd like to remind folks just um, please don't call 911 for outage information or general information. 911 is for life-threatening emergencies. Um, you know, a, a downline across the road um, could be a life-threatening emergency, um, but 211 is absolutely the, the right source for information and reporting or asking for help for those unmet needs. So 911 for life-threatening emergencies and 211 for information and unmet needs. Great. Thanks very much for that. Um, finally, since I have you on the line, the county has been opening up emergency shelters. Do you have any information uh, for our audience about that? Yeah, we are opening up our cold weather shelters again tonight and tomorrow night. So Tuesday and Wednesday nights, they are both currently open. Um, And those two locations are in Nevada City at the Nevada City Veterans Hall at 415 North Pine Street. And that is a shelter supported by Sierra Roots. And then we also have another one at Madeline Helling Library in the community room. And that's at 980 Helling Way in Nevada City. And that shelter is supported by American Red Cross. Um, A little bit of nuance, no animals are allowed at the American Red Cross uh, Madeline Helling Community Room Shelter. Um, and really, this is this is an effort not only to help house our um, homeless residents during this weather, but with the widespread power outages we are experiencing in Nevada County, um, you know, in the upwards of, of 20,000 homes without power still, um, really, it's there for everyone as well. Again, um, you know, roads are still dangerous. Uh, chain controls, are are in effect for much of our highways and definitely our unincorporated county roads as well. So, you know, if if you're safe and staying warm and able to, um, staying home is definitely what we recommend right now, staying off the roadways. Uh, But this is there if people have the ability to get there safely. Um, And uh, we're, we're happy to have it open so people can warm up for a little bit, charge up, um, and hopefully tomorrow our library locations, more library locations, will be open more widely throughout the day to help people charge and warm up. But at the very least, um, these two shelter locations will remain open throughout the day tomorrow into the evening. Excellent information. I've been speaking with Nevada County's Public Information Officer, Taylor Wolf. Taylor, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much, Claudio. Take care.